No more the beacon of hope or the land of opportunity. Now a place of chaos and despair, devoid of any unity. Injustice rampant, corruption deep, the foundation shaken much too steep. The people divided, their trust betrayed, the promises unkept, their dreams delayed. The economy shattered, the debts run high, the jobs are lost and hopes to die. The voices silenced, the truth suppressed, the media biased, the masses oppressed. The land of the brave, the home of the free. Now a land of fear and uncertainty. The future uncertain, the path unclear. One nation once great, now in despair. But hope not lost, for it lies within the power to change and rise again. To unite and fight, to set things right, to rebuild the nation with all our might. So let us not despair nor give up the fight, for the USA can rise to a new height. Welcome to Divided We Stand, everyone. I am Jimmy J, and that man over there is just that. He's the man. And that's it, Joe Aguirre. How are we doing tonight, Joe? Oh, I'm fired up, Jimbo. You know it, man. I am not happy, Joe. I have been reading news, you know, watching articles, watching podcasts, listening to Twitter. Yeah, I know I messed those all up. News, news, politics, politics, politics. And here's what I come up with, Joe. This is what I've come up with. When I'm all done with this, you can agree to disagree. You you might even agree to me here. Hold on. Um, I'm I saying we're losing our country. Right? And I'm saying that in a way not like the QAnon guys, right? But in a way that I'm going to try to back up a little bit here, all right? Um, well, the U.S. is debating about Trump, Biden, or, or Biden blaming Trump over the Afghanistan withdrawal, which he did right here, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make anything up, guys. Let me know if you can see them. I hope you can. Um, China and Russia are forming alliances. That's what they're doing while we're debating on uh, Biden blaming Trump for Afghanistan. While we're debating if somebody should go to jail or not. China's out there making peace deals all over the world. Never before in Saudi Arabia and Iran making peace deals. That's not good, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to explain why in a little bit. Well, the U.S. is debating whether or not to drink Bud Light because of the freaking label. Because of the label, guys. Right? China is out there. They're trying to convince other world powers to convert their trade dollars to the end. To yeah. the yuan trying to get away from the dollar, trying to put them on the yuan, the Chinese currency. And I got to tell you, folks, that happened. That ain't good. Right? Everything that I've just said should probably scare you just a tiny little bit. But everything that I just said is 100% accurate. I'm showing you the articles. I'm showing you what they're saying. Right? So China is out there walking around with nothing stopping them. Not one word trying to become the next global superpower. And how are they doing that? I just showed you, 
right? 90% of the world's markets right now use the dollar as a trade value, right? That makes our dollar, the U.S. dollar, the superpower. That's it. We control the world through the dollar. We can put sanctions on people. We can raise tariffs. We can do what we want when it comes to trade and economics in those countries because of the almighty dollar. If the, <laughs> right? Now here's, yeah. no. So I'm going to bring it back just a tiny little bit, right? Uh, I'm not saying that oil and gas needs to stay in America. I think it, we should progress as a country into renewable resources. As a conservative, I'm saying this. We, because that's just the way of life. We're going to progress with technology. However, as a conservative, I say we need to do this all in good time. While Biden is out there saying no to oil and gas, Xi, because I refuse to call him president, Xi is saying yes. And he's going to go out and he's going to try to buy up, because he needs to, by the way, buy up a lot of oil and gas from these oil and gas enriched countries Saudi Arabia, Argentina, hold on, I'll tell you about that in one second, and try to convert these guys over to the UN. The, the UN. It's Y-U-A-N. Yuan? Yuan, I think is how you pronounce it. If they do that, guys, we're, they're a superpower right alongside us, and I'm going to scare you in a little bit more, all right? And if you think this isn't happening... Russia was the first country to join the Yuan. So it is happening, right? A country that has already done it. He's in other countries brokering peace deals that Trump wanted to, never could. Biden never even attempted because he knew it was freaking hopeless forever. But Xi did it. And he's going to do it with money. He's going to buy oil from all these people. He's going to supply them the resources and the trade that they're giving us right now. And they're going to convert the trade dollar over to the U.N. All right. If you don't think it's happening, it's happening. Oh, by the way, um, I, I fall down this Instagram or TikTok rabbit hole every once in a while. And I saw one the other night that said that the Bible prophecy said that the earth will, the end of the world will come when there's a 200 million man army. And the Euphrates River runs dry. The Euphrates Rivers ran dry. There's not a 200 million man army, so nobody needs to worry about that. However, there are 2.8 million people in the Chinese military, and there are 1.3 million people in the Russian military. Taking account, you know, give or take after Ukraine. Give or take, yeah, they get wiped right? out. We'll get, we'll say give or take. However, there are 1.8 million in the U.S. military. We're out number two to one already already okay keep that in mind because if the if the dollar trades changes to the chinese yuan these countries now are beholden to china they can sanction them they can put economic sanctions and economic pressure on these countries like argentina who is just in south america their army will combine with the other army do you see how this is going to go and if you think i'm joking why do you think China is now considering arming the Russians? Because they're going, they want to join forces. Because then they can take out the West. Now, that portion of it is a little bit of a stretch, but that's their goal, right? Whether they want to, whether they can achieve that or not, yeah. that's their goal. 
it's getting to be a little bit scary. All right. All these things that are going on right now. Oh, I forgot my last picture here. Sorry. And if you think I'm messing around and just throwing Argentina out there on a whim, China just gave Argentina $7.8 billion with a B. Just gave it to them. This is super rando. Malaysia's prime minister is trying to get his people to stop using the U.S. dollar. Uh, somebody sent this to me a couple hours ago. And Saudi Arabia, uh, Crown Prince says he is no longer interested in working with the U.S. or cooperating with them at all. Yeah, so it's happening. So I'm not going to take it on the. Uh, I'm, I'm saying we're going to we're losing our country, but not in the political manner in which you guys think, and of right versus left. That's I'm, it. I'm sorry. That's it. You did you did mention something at the beginning that we can't just gloss over. The White House released this summary of a report mm -hmm. Biden's choice for how to execute withdrawal from Afghanistan was, and I've said this before to you, severely constrained by conditions created by his predecessor, Donald Trump. The Taliban were in the strongest military position they had been in since 2001, mm -hmm. controlling or contesting nearby uh, nearly half the country. 100%. I agree with that. And we've already agreed with that. Now, I've already thought that you've agreed with me that the signature on the order that was actually given didn't say Donald Trump. It said Joe Biden. Right. So who's yeah, the blame? Who's the blame? Why. who's the blame? Because right. you know what? Donald Trump didn't forge his signature. The order still had to come from the president. So right. you think guys can say that Donald Trump screwed up the situation and I'll agree with you 100%. Right? I will. Screwed it up. Right? That freaking Doha Accord was probably one of the dumbest things. I mean, granted. Now, this is Trump. And Trump did say, and everybody knows it, if you hurt an American, I, we're, there's going to be severe consequences. And everybody thought that he was crazy and stupid enough to go through with those severe consequences. Right? Everybody thought he was going to nuke the world. So maybe that one stipulation had an effect. Who knows? Right? But it doesn't matter at this point. Right? That's a moot point. Now, I also said, heard in the John Kirby press briefing today that Joe Biden had the best intelligence, made the best decision with what he had, followed his, followed the guidance given to him. Earth, time out. Now, they, that, right there, he started lying, right? Because we already heard under oath, under, you know, testifying to Congress, Joint Chief of Staff, or, or General Milley, excuse me, saying, Nope, we need to leave small contingency. No, I told them we need to let me leave a small contingency. Somebody's going to be lying. Somebody's lying here. Either they told them to leave a small contingency of 2,500 like Trump did. Not defending Trump, but he did. Or And Joe Biden just ignored it. Or he, General Milley and Secretary, uh, I can't think of his name right now, didn't tell him. So who's lying? I don't know. Somebody's lying. The Secretary of Defense, Joint Chief of Staff, or the President of the United States. Some one of those three people are lying. Who's the biggest liar in that group? In my opinion, this in most people's opinion. In, in, I can't, I don't want to speak. Joe Biden. Everybody knows Joe Biden's the biggest liar. He's the biggest liar. How many jobs, how many jobs has Joe Biden said he's had over the over the past five years? How many jobs? 
let's see, he's been a coal miner. He's been a truck driver. <laughs> he's been a, he's been a, a, a professor. Yeah. He was like young Mike Rowe. He's been in, he's, he's been in, he's, He's been in DC for the past 50 years, man. Yeah. And, and he's not done reason, he works he never, you know, it's just said that he I get it, man, right? Most stories are there to try to connect with people. I get it. He's a politician. I do. I get it. But you're the president of the United States. You stop padding your resume now. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to pad your resume with bullshit. You're you're the president. You made it, dude. You won. <laughs> you think that'd be enough. It's just right. It's just stupid to me that he still like does it, you know, like whatever. But anyways, all right. I want to keep moving on if you don't mind, unless you have unless you have anything that you think I said was crap. Oh boy, where to begin? Um... <laughs> Which I don't know how you can. I'm like this. It's actually going on. So you the uh, listen, I get it, and I saw. Look, I saw all those uh, same things that you've seen. I I think that um, it's not un unexpected. I don't think China can has the economy to sustain satellites. Russia clearly couldn't either, uh, and and can't even handle one of its former satellites. It's it's hard to control outside territory uh, unless you're using brutalizing force. And again, as Americans, we can't stand by and idly watch that kind of stuff happen. All right? That doesn't that doesn't sit with American values. So I oh, think of course not. We would never to blame brutalize people. However, the United States does go out there and the United States, the United States for the last six years has absolutely failed. I would even go, I'd even go further. You know, I I um well, I was just having a conversation yesterday with a, a, a liberal friend of mine, and I was talking about Barack Obama who I think did a good job in his second term, despite how obstructionist Mitch McConnell and company was. That said, I still believe Barack Obama's foreign policy was a disaster. It was bad. And it put us in a really bad spot. Donald Trump uh, came in and basically told our allies, don't count on us. That was even worse than what Obama did somehow. Uh, and so we're not, we're not in a good way on the international level. And so, yeah, you know, countries after so many years of looking at the United States is now being unreliable, you know, again, people are like, would Putin have invaded, would Putin have invaded if Trump was in office? Yes. Yes, he would have. Because you'll recall, Donald Trump wanted to pull out of NATO. Donald Trump wasn't doing anything to keep Americans safer. Uh, an American first policy is great. Isolationism leads to getting your ass handed to you. And it's something that uh, we tried to do in 1941. That didn't work. It won't work now. We have to, uh, we have to support democracy always anywhere around the world and particularly 
when it comes to our NATO allies. And I believe, for all intents and purposes, that Ukraine should be considered a NATO ally. Their admittance should be immediate. And then, then I, I, look, as I've said, too, I think the Russian military is in such a bad way. Oh, yeah. I'm not I'm not worried about them at all. Um, not at all. So I'm not worried about their maybe if they drop a nuke, but if they do, that would right. be the end of them. Again, there's a, what. So when I said military, I included the Air Force, Navy, you know, everybody in the military, not just Army. I want to make that okay. clear. OK. And again, I've said this repeatedly. It's not going to be a ground war. The logistics of bringing two, you know, what did I say? Uh, 2.8 million troops from China and Russia to America. No, not for nothing. As a, you're a movie guy. You do movies. Jimmy's an actor for anybody who doesn't know. Jimmy acts. What about that for a script? Like a ground war? Like they go over the Bering Strait? They just roll in like Russian tanks, take over Alaska? Would you make that movie? That'd be cool. We could do that. We'd have to call it... Well, China's red too. Yeah, yeah, red thunder. The red, red, red. the, the redder dawn. <laughs> yeah, the even more red dawn. Yeah, I don't know. Or well, you know what? the fall release and call it Red October. Well, there's one already called Red October. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be a copycat. How about this? The red spy balloon. Oh, <laughs> the promotional items will be hilarious. Could you imagine the merchandising? Yes, I'm already. I'm already cashing checks in my head. <laughs> hey, Joe, I really want to talk about something here, real quick, on a very, very uh, local level. Right uh, yeah. in the state of Connecticut. Did you know that uh, the UConn campus? What the 16 people were arrested? Really? No, I'm sorry. 15 people were arrested at UConn campus. 16 people were hospitalized because of the party they had after UConn won the national championship and the NCAA men's basketball. Congratulations, Huskies. However, however, don't they riot when they lose? Like, I, I thought that's what you're supposed to be mad and you're supposed to destroy stuff. Like, that I is true. I don't understand. I didn't understand why uh, they would destroy their own campus. Like they were putting fence posts that they were tearing down, like light posts off the streets. They were putting them through like the Jimmy, walls. Let me tell you something about white people when we get really excited. <laughs> for some reason, Jimmy, for some reason, our choice of celebration. Is to break shit we own. Light cars on fire that you I've own. never, <laughs> never understood it. We don't flip cop cars. We flip our own car. Yeah, yeah no, hey. That makes, it, it literally makes no sense. It, and, it, and it never has. I will say this, though, by the way, about, uh, and I, you know, I've lived in Connecticut almost my entire life. And I love this state. Right. Not a UConn Huskies fan. I'm actually a fan of their arch rival, the Syracuse Orange. Yeah! I didn't know that about you, man. Oh, yeah. You didn't know that? 
I grew up in Syracuse, dude. Oh, well, so funny story. When I was a kid, like one of the first games I ever watched on ESPN, Syracuse versus UConn. And Syracuse won on a buzzer beater. And I was like, oh, I like those guys better. <laughs> and that just became my team from that day forward. Dude, I watched Derek Coleman play in the carrier dome. I watched Dean oh, Brown. He's favorite player, dude. I started following the New Jersey Nets because they drafted him. <laughs> yes. oh, I, I watched him Derek play at the, dome, at the dome, man. The first time I ever got high at the carrier dome. <laughs> oh, dude, that's crazy. Like, oh, we got to talk more about that later. That's hilarious. That is pretty um, funny. But yeah, listen, that said, let's say a big shout out to this dingy, tiny, small little state. They are jacking up the price of tuition at UConn uh, with good reason. 16 national championships, bitches. Uh, <laughs> whatever we want now. 11 time national champions, are the women, five times for the men, uh, a, a good buddy of mine. Earlier this season, before, like, I, I want to say by game two or three, said to me, I think this UConn team wins a national championship. And I said, Prem Dog, dude, I love they you. They did not look good early in the season, my friend. He, this dude does uh, his own power rankings. And he just, he said this team had something special about him. Prem dog. I don't know how you got it, my man. They they didn't they, they didn't look that great. They lost the Big East in an, didn't they? They lost in the Big East tournament. So yeah. oh, I, I'm I, telling you. I, was, I, it was uh I think they were they went they went at like a four seat or something like that. It wasn't anything great. No. Uh but yeah. So here's the thing. Listen, uh when it comes to basketball, college basketball. Connecticut is the epicenter of the planet. <laughs> All, right. All and, right. And and so and so we're clear about one other thing. Connecticut gets a lot of credit for pizza. And I got to tell you. And Jimmy, you spend a lot of time in the city, buddy. I'll take a greasy slicey New York slice <laughs> over that white clam nonsense down yeah, there in New Haven. I, I I don't, you know, as a matter of fact, if I'm being honest, Sally's Modern and, and uh, 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 Pepe's, I would pass all of those for bar. I think bar's pizza is better than all three of those. Really? Yeah, I do. Wow. There was this one. So there's a pizza place down in Long Island. I, love I, pizza. God, I wish I could remember the name, but you walk into this joint. And there is just about every celebrity you could think of with their autograph picture on the wall. Because they, when they all go to New York, they all want to go to this one pizza joint. So I heard about this place. And I lived about seven miles, maybe maybe 10 miles away from it. So finally, I'm like, you know what? I got to go try it. Right? We got to try it. So I had my wife and I and then I, the kids that we had. I went and I picked us up some pie and I brought it home. Yeah, it's the best freaking pizza in the world, guys. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what they do to the dough. I don't know what they do to the sauce, but it is like sauce. I'm like back in Long Island. <laughs> but it is phenomenal. I will find the name, hopefully by the next episode, and give it out to everybody. All right, I let's will find the pie. Let's go. Uh, let's take a trip. We'll do what uh, we'll, we'll shoot. I think yeah, that would be fun. Absolutely. I haven't been to Long Island in a while. Strong Island. Hey, but 
you know what? I got seven minutes left in my segment. I want to get through the First Amendment. All right. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion and pro prohibition of free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech, press, right of people to peacefully assemble, petition the government. You all know what the First Amendment is. I can read it verbatim. I actually got it, but that's okay. Great. Uh, what's why, that? why are you telling us about the First Amendment, which I love to death. I'm a big fan. Because churches have been locked down during the pandemic. Right. And the states closed those churches. Thanks for nothing there, John Locke. Speech has been stifled. Conservative judges and many others have been not allowed on campuses or protested to the point where they are not allowed to speak. The press has been limited. We all know about the Hunter Biden story. The right has to assemble peacefully is the one that we all screwed up on both sides. Um, I have no sympathy for people that can't protest pe peacefully. Hence me bringing in the Yukon campus. win. <laughs> now. Uh, to put this to both sides, and I and I am putting this on both sides, by the way, Joe. This isn't a and this my whole bit that tonight is about hammering both sides, really, because to me, government Wait, you, on the news is like five minutes left. When do you start hammering your own side? Okay, here we go. The Minnesota oh. riots, right? January six riots. The 2020 riots, $5 billion worth of damages, right? That's 71,400 Teslas bought by the liberals or 6.6 6 million AR-15s bought by the rednecks. That's a lot of other things that we could be doing with this money, ladies and gentlemen. Not spending it on rioting, not spending it on stupid protests for stupid reasons. Can I tell you something funny? I had a conversation, had a conversation earlier today with some, some dear friends of mine. Uh, Chick-fil-A came up for some reason, and I said, you know, it's funny. The only time I, I'm ever really out and about gallivanting by myself is on Sunday. <laughs> and it's it's days like that where I'm driving down the Berlin Turnpike and I, or or I'm heading down Queen Street. Right. Yeah. I know there's a Chick-fil-A, and I'm like, oh, I'm alone. My wife, my, my wife doesn't want me to buy it because they're anti-gay, right? And here's the thing, Jimmy. I decided I needed to try it. I needed to know what I would be sacrificing if I were to join her in the protest. Yes, sir. It's a pretty good chicken sandwich. <laughs> the milkshakes are delicious. Now, one of my buddies, and I suspect he's a little hes a little to the right, he goes, I don't think a protest makes a difference. And I said, well, do you know, again, number one, if you if you've never tried Chick-fil-A, you don't even know how good it is. You don't know what a good person you are for not going there. And the gays owe you a debt of gratitude. Uh you know what I'm saying? I, I really don't. I'm, I'm just Jimmy, I'm just saying. However, okay. now I've only been there a handful of times. Chick-fil-A. Only a handful of times. And again, only because. The only time I'm out is Sunday, and they're closed. You see yeah. the problem? I see your problem with it. Of course I see your problem. Holy yeah. crap, I would want them to be open on Sunday, too. I, I do. I like Chick -fil -A. a lot more Chick-fil-A if they were open on Sundays. But, hey, listen, I hey, appreciate You know what, bro? That's I appreciate the day that's off. their revenue loss, right? Because, I, God, I, you know what? That's something we should look up. Uh, how much they make per day and how much they lose because of in the name of God. 
right? But there is a video that I really want to get to. And there's a reason why I'm bringing all this stuff up. And in the, the First Amendment and the first, my first installment is language, all right? Uh, this is another reason why we're going to lose this country. If we do not go back to the proper language in terms of things, it's a very slippery slope, okay? It is. And my first example, and I'm going to end with this, and then we're going to go to the flip side with Joe Aguirre, but my first example is going to be this. A constitutional republic, not a democracy. The ideal of a democracy is universal equality. The ideal of a constitutional republic is individual liberty. A democracy always degenerates into dictatorship, which promises government-guaranteed equality and security, but it delivers nothing but poverty and serfdom for the people it robs and rules. America was founded as a constitutional republic to safeguard the liberties of the people against the tyranny of democracy or of one-man dictatorship. In this century, great strides have been made toward the goal of subverting our republic into a democracy. The foremost tactic of the subverters is subversion of language. By calling America a democracy until people thoughtlessly accept and use the term, the totalitarians have obscured the real meaning of our principles of government. Former FBI agent Dan Smoot made that video 50 years ago. So I actually agree. That guy with that. sounds like an asshole. <laughs> and I believe that I said this a couple episodes ago. I'm not. And so I like hearing that, you know, my echo chamber here. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's great to find a video where somebody agreed with you 50 years ago. It's right? like you, oh, it no. was a terrible idea then, and it's a terrible idea now. Congratulations. Way to settle have down. it. Settle down there, hot fire. There's a lot of people that agree with me on this. And you, oh, and I, you really can't, you really can't, I mean, unless your belief in the Democrat path is different, which it, it doesn't to me, because equality, it, it, and I've been saying this for a while now, that the push for equality is more of a push for government control, right? And you know what? We have an episode coming up next week, and I will probably explain more then. But right now, we got to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to go to the flip side with the man, Joe Guire. Want to have your show on CT Politics? If you produce a show on CT political issues or commentary and want to play it to the world, contact us now at ctpolitics.tv. We'd love to have you part of the team. spent a lot of time on this show and other shows explaining that I'm a Ronald Reagan Republican. And to prove that those aren't just words, I thought we'd use Ronnie's words to back me up. I don't agree with a gun ban, but I've mentioned my concerns about assault weapons. I wonder where I came up with this. And I do not believe in taking away the right of the citizen to own guns for sporting, for hunting and so forth, or for home defense. But I do believe that an AK-47, a machine gun, is not a sporting weapon or needed for defense of a home. This 
this guy must be rolling over in his grave to see the damage that those kinds of weapons have caused since he passed in 2004. I've also expressed my feelings on illegal immigrants. I've alluded to this clip many times, but here's the Gipper actually talking about amnesty for illegals, a.k.a. the DACA folks. But it is true our borders are out of control. It is also true that this has been a situation on our borders back through a number of administrations. And I supported this bill. I believe in the idea of amnesty for those who have put down roots and who have lived here, even though some time back uh, they may have. I'm a liberal. I'm a liberal. Come on, Jimmy, how do you explain this? In our tax plan, those individuals and corporations who are not paying their fair share, or for that matter, any share, these abuses cannot be tolerated. From now on, they shall pay a minimum tax. The free rides are over. I urge the conference to retain as an overriding goal the replacement of an inequitable tax system with one that's truly fair. Tax dodges have been going on long enough. The conference must grasp this opportunity to eliminate tax dodges and impose a minimum tax so that people and corporations who should pay Tax dodgers. He doesn't even know the foreshadowing from that speech. This is the stuff I grew up on as a conservative. I've been consistent with this my whole life. I've always believed in a fair tax system. As long as corporations pay their fair share. And no, Obama didn't make that up. General Secretary Gorbachev, if you seek peace, if you seek prosperity for the Soviet Union and Eastern Europe, if you seek liberalization, come here to this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Tear down this wall. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you talk to the leader of the Russian party. That's what I'm used to seeing from a Republican president. Today's conservatives, Jimmy, they just don't have it. They don't have the common man at all. You and I, lunatic! Hit him with the space lasers! Blast her with the fucking space lasers! Get the fuck out of New York, you racist, sick, filthy, infected animal! Get the fuck out of here! I don't think they want her there, Jim. Look, you might say M- M- uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's an extremist, but... This is the wing that's gained power in this party currently. It's a big turnoff, Jim, the people in the middle. Do you know what else doesn't work with centrists? Saying stuff that doesn't mean anything. I pointed out during the election, Jim, uh, a lot of the, I'm going to fight for your freedom. You, the government guy, is going to fight for my freedom from you? Give me a break. This is Ron DeSantis' specialty. Ron DeSantis is so anti-work. 
He uses that word a lot, Jimmy, but I don't think he knows what it means. So, yes, we fight the woke in the legislature, but we also fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the bureaucracy, and we fight the woke in corporate America. Our bottom line is we do not surrender to the woke mob. Florida's where woke goes to die. Yes, that was Ron DeSantis using the word woke seven times in 15 seconds. Jim, he uses woke like Papa Smurf uses the word Smurf. He says, Jim, it's hard to follow what he's even saying. Woke isn't a catch-all phrase. You can't smurf a smurf. You can't woke a woke. Doesn't even make sense. Meanwhile, Jim, bad news. Trump's still the front runner, which is why Lindsey Graham is begging for money like Sally Struthers. <laughs> you could save the former president for just pennies a day. I'm sorry I'm so upset, but please help President Trump. If you can fi afford five or ten bucks, if you can't afford a dollar, fine. Just pray. Make sure you vote as early as you can in your state. Don't risk anything anymore. Vote as soon as you can. Pray for this country. Pray for this president. And if you got any money to give, give it. LindseyGraham.com. It doesn't go to me. It goes to helping this president and taking back the Senate. Somehow I feel like it goes to him. I'm just saying, I stopped trusting those fellas a long time ago. Dude, does it get any lower? Uh, a United, a sitting senator groveling for cash from the American people. Do yourselves a favor. If you're a real Trump supporter, you know what you should do? You should give Donald Trump and the Republicans what they give you after every school shooting. Thoughts and prayers. Let's see what kind of lawyer that pays for. <laughs> well, all right, Jim, Jim, you're right. At least, at least the Republicans are fighting for us in Congress, ensuring that Twitter doesn't ban racism and that Hunter Biden gets busted for something. Here's Is the Azov Battalion getting access to U.S. weapons. Uh, not that I'm aware of, um, but. If you have information, uh, I'd seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the Global Times investigative report that uh, indicate that talks about training. It's uh, from the Atlantic Council's Digital Forensics Research Lab, uh, citing that the Azov Battalion was even getting stuff as far back as 2018. Without objection, so ordered. Any reason to disagree with that assessment, Doctor? Is this Paul? the? I'm sorry. Is this the Global Times from China? No, this is. Well, that's what you read. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Would that be a reason? Uh, I, I, as a general matter, I don't take Beijing's propaganda. Well, no, no. Yeah, but just value. tell me if the, if the allegation is true or false. I mean, uh, it, I don't have any evidence one way or the okay. other. As a general matter, I don't take Beijing's propaganda at face value. Fair, fair enough. I would agree with that assessment. Oh, I would agree with that assessment. Why? Again, this is what I'm talking about. Are, are Republican politicians... Not only do, do they use this junk to rally people, but now they're trying to pass it in hearings. This is a dangerous game, and I'm and I'm glad I'm glad that even Matt Gates realizes, despite the fact he took it at face value, that you really shouldn't take it at face value. I I, I appreciate that at least uh, he figured that part out. Jim, the American people are watching, and frankly, they're not impressed. Seventy-five percent of America, Jim. Not good. Things are getting worse. Imagine this, Jim. Imagine if uh, if George Soros, the boogeyman, 
was taking Ruth Bader Ginsburg on yearly vacations and giving her lavish gifts. Because super conservative Clarence Thomas has been doing the exact same thing with Republican billionaire Harlan Crow. This is serious, people. Eight cases before, uh, before Clarence Thomas, he sided with Crow in all eight cases. You'll also recall when Trump tried to get in front of the Supreme Court, only one Supreme Court justice ruled in his favor. Clarence Thomas, he's very corrupt, Jim. I don't like that. Jim, finally, the GOP has become the party of grifters, opportunists, and perverts. I don't know what happened to the GOP, Jim. I know one thing. I haven't changed. I haven't changed either, Joe. And good on you for not changing. And I want to say this. I don't blame the GOP party because I think that conservative values are still better. I think that conservative values should lead this country. I think that conservative values will bring us back to a place towards more towards the middle, right? I blame the idiots on the Hill. But in doing so, I got to blame the idiots that voted for them. And this is, again, this is on both sides of the aisle. I am like, I am sick of the divide so much that, yes, I'm a conservative. And, yes, I will battle with Joe any day of the week when it comes to certain topics. But today I am just so upset, Joe. I am so angry. Nice job, by the way. That was really well done. I Thank liked you. it. I loved all the Ronald Reagan videos, of course, obviously our favorite president. However, I am so sick of and you and you you actually brought me a little bit of firepower with you, okay? And this is what it is. And that's so that that's that's so tolerant of the Democratic Party and of their members and their constituents. They're so tolerant nowadays, right? I, and again, you got you got the left not tolerating any other kind of conversation when it comes to a conservative. Let me finish because you're going to like the second one. You're going to like the second one. And then you got conservatives on this hand banning books and words. Do you see what I'm saying when I say we're losing our country, Joe? You yeah. have people on one side fighting for power, and you have people on the other side fighting for power. And when that happens, the only thing the oh, only yeah. people get screwed are us. Jim, let me tell you a couple things here. Number one, I just want to make sure you know space lasers are made up. <laughs> but do you hear the entire... No, 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 no. I think the guy was trying to be satirical when he said hit her with his space lasers. That said, listen, yeah, we're not... We're not in a good way right now in this country. We're not. Uh, and, and Jim, you know, I live by very conservative values, despite not believing in a God uh, and not necessarily espousing uh, the same views. You know, I don't I don't use the guy in the sky as the motivation, but I try to live a conservative lifestyle uh, and I try to be a good person. I brought my kids up well respectful uh patriotic we love america you know what i mean like that's yeah, that's we do the best we do we don't judge other people we don't judge people in in, in their views uh when they push them on me jim i you know i get pissed but other than that i'm very respectful 
no matter what people believe. Here's the thing. And I, I hear a lot of talk about this stuff. The Civil War and stuff like that. And I it was a time where I thought, oh, that could be so bad. I'm it's not happening. It's not happening. And but here's here's another thing, right? I want to take two states right now and I'm gonna I wanna throw them out there, Jim. We live here in the state of Connecticut, and 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 here's the thing. Fiscally, the book's looking good. Prices on everything are still sky high. It, it, it hurts to live here right now. Every, I mean, you can't go to going to a convenience store. The convenience is that they have stuff. <laughs> that they're there. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty rough. Um, and, and a lot of people would, would blame the Democrats for that. And the Democrats have been in charge for the most part uh, in this state, except for the corrupt Republican uh, governor we had. Um, no, I'm cheap shot, but John Rowland's a piece of crap and he deserves okay. it. I, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Jody Rell. My bad. Oh, God, no. Uh, by the way, uh, Jody Rell and I, uh, got to know each other a little bit, uh, right after uh, she like was finishing up. I love that lady. I think she's fantastic. Okay. I've eaten dinner at the governor's mansion with her a bunch of times. I tell you a story about why I got to know her. It's not a happy story, but I'll tell it anyways later. Go on. Oh, that's so cool. I can't wait to hear it. But uh, yeah, uh, listen, we we are the opposite of the state of Kentucky. And what I mean by that is Kentucky is basically 100% run by Republicans. There are very few districts that have Democratic representatives at their state house. So again, picture Connecticut opposite. It's all blue instead of all red. And I, I can't stress enough what a disservice the other parties in those states are. I mean, I, I would be saying the same, like, I've I've called on Ben Proto, the Connecticut Republican Party chairman has stepped down. I've said it, I've been saying it since election night. When you get hammered that by that much and you don't seem to know why you lost by a lot, and then I hear you try to defend it, which I've and I heard Ben Proto talk to you about it. And I remember in, in the moment he was telling you, I thought this guy's got to get fired. He doesn't he's they're never going to win elections if this imbecile is in charge because he doesn't get it at all. He thinks there's some magical nonsense going on in the Democratic Party. I wish I wish there were. It's not that simple. And I would say the same thing to that a Democratic Party in Kentucky. Whoever you are, step down. You they need somebody with I mean, you have to be able to appeal to people. And I can't imagine, just like I know conservatives in Connecticut think everyone in Connecticut must be stupid because the Democrats score about 70% of the vote in most of these, like a 70-30, it feels like, which is a, a pretty wide gap. I'd like to see competitive races in Connecticut. I'd like us to someday have a congressperson representing the Republican Party. It has not happened since 1988. Almost 40 years. I mean, we've gone so long without representation. And again, I was having a conversation with this dude earlier today. And I said to him, because he was like, are you, a, you're not a conservative, are you? And I said, no, I'm not. A, I, 
I grew up conservative and still registered Republican. Again, I choose to live a conservative sort of lifestyle because that's me. It suits me and I'm, I'm happy. That's the way I do. You know, I think that's why you and I get along so well, because despite the stuff that comes out of my mouth, I don't live like that. I'm not an abortion guy. I support it because it's none of my business. That's right. Um, but I feel that way about just about every issue. Uh, but you didn't about the vaccines and you didn't about the masks. But go on. Well, because I believe in science more than I believe in anything else. I believe in science and math. I believe in things that you can test and get results on. Ricky Gervais said something super interesting the other day. If you were to take the Bible and obliterate every copy on the earth, a thousand years from now, you were to come back to earth, they would not be able to recreate that. There would be some holy book, no doubt. It'd be completely different. Okay. If you were to take all the science books on the planet and destroy those and do the same thing a thousand years later, all the science would be the same. All the science would come back because the formulas always result the same way. That's the difference between fact and fantasy. That hurts. I, I know. Agree. No, no, no. I agree. Right. I do. On 100%. Yeah. So how do you explain that the premise now Okay, Joe, here you go. Here's something you didn't know about Jimmy, but Jimmy J. Jimmy's fired. I don't, I don't believe in the Bible. And I'm going to tell you why. Oh, good. Language, right? The original book, the original Bible was written in a language thought to be known as Aramaic. Aramaic now is a dead language. Therefore, people needed to translate it all the way down from Aramaic first into Hebrew, from Hebrew into Islam. I mean, and it just translated down and down and down and down and down until finally English, right? To the King well, Yeah, you know, Jimmy, really quick to your point, because you missed an important one, I think by accident, clearly, Aramaic to Greek. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just Latin. trying to point. Yeah, Greek. I'm, I'm just, right, yeah. I, but I, I, I obviously missed well, Hold on. That's so huge because yes, the, first, the first translation being Aramaic to Greek, so many of those words. Yes. There's that's no. Why. That is exactly my point. That's exactly where I was going with this. Right. I don't, I don't believe what the Bible says. Right. I believe in the message of the Bible. Sure, I believe in the overall, in the overall arching message of God. Right. That God is the creator almighty created heaven and earth. Created hell. Uh, he died for my sins. All that stuff. That's what I believe. And the I angels believe, rebelled somehow. Despite no, no, no. Him being a, that, no, no, no. I believe that there is a higher power. Okay. Now, thinking about all religions real quick, all religions start at the same point, the beginning of life, and end at the same point. There is either a higher power or there is not. Everything in between is fluff. Right. Essentially. Yeah. Okay. And that's the way I look at it. My life began at birth. Or conception, or birth, whatever your whatever, whatever your definition is, and then it'll end when I'm dead. And I believe that there is a higher power because I I need to. We'll just say that, and we can go there. However, now let me get back to my original point. Hold on. Let me. Can I can I, just, can I respond for one second and just sure. say I I I love that. I respect that very much because okay. I, I don't know what that means, but I like it. Thank you. Uh, 
the original, the overall arching message of religion has sustained for over 2,000 years. So the overall arching message of religion, if there are people still on the earth for those next thousand years, in your example, yeah. religion will always be there because it, whether it be Christianity, oh yeah, it be, no, no doubt. Listen, whether it be it, Catholicism, it evolves into, it evolves Islam, into all sorts right? of different forms. I totally listen. There is something about the human brain between the ages of three and five where we are able to imagine a voice in our head, a being without a body. The reason so many children have imaginary friends. It's also why religion generally hits you up when you're between three and five years old. That's when the initiation process begins. Uh, it's the right time to introduce that. It's the way the human brain works, and that's the right time to do it. So that's why grows when you're it happens. Confirmation doesn't go until you're in tenth grade. First communion. When right, they, they bury it in your head from kindergarten three. until you're 15, wow. and then they ask you to confirm the stuff they've been burying in your head. It's like it's bad. I, I know it's very bad, Joe. It's very I bad it. to believe. It's very bad to believe that murder is wrong. It's very bad to believe that judging people is wrong. It's very bad to believe. Now, not all religions. They wrong. knew that. They it's knew. Very that. bad to believe that stealing is wrong. It's General very Robbie's bad to code. Wrong. It's General Robbie's bad. code. These are all wrong, and we should do away with them. I agree. General Robbie's code predates Let's all that religious. Kill everybody. Human humans already knew you shouldn't murder and then rape and pillage and steal. They why already are there laws knew that. On the books? Why is there murder? Why are there laws on the books? Because people were doing it, but they knew it was wrong, and they were they put laws in a place. They did it before religion came along. They definitely did. So somebody had to come along and say it was bad. Why is that? Yeah, Jim, 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 I know. No, 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 no. I somebody, just you why somebody, it was a bad thing, Jimmy, Jimbo, Jim. Six, seven thousand years ago, somebody was like, "Wait a minute! If we tell them the rules are you can't do it, and they're still doing it, here's what we need to do: we need to scare them, and we need to tell them that there's a guy up there. <laughs> he's watching. So well, when I'm not around, if I'm not here, you better follow the rules because uh, he's the one watching, not me. It's a great story, man. And you know what? It could be true." I'm not saying it isn't. That seems really more not. likely than I'm there being saying, a magician. I'm saying that I don't know. And I like to believe that there is a higher power. And there is I'm a sorry, I don't mean to crap on your thing. I don't. I do. But you know what? Know. And, and, but two seconds ago, you just told me how you don't judge anybody for what they believe. Like you I do. Think, unless they're because telling you about it. Because unless you're a liberal. And you're intolerant. Hold on. Damn it. I misread the clock wrong. I was really, I thought it said 59 and I was going to abruptly end the show on that note. But I bet. Go right ahead. Damn it. All right. That makes me mad. I Let me be clear what I said before. I respect people's religious beliefs. When they start trying to explain it or defending it, I guess I can be kind of a, a dick. If we're being honest, and that's wrong. And as soon as I said it, Jim, I felt I felt bad for saying it. I grew up very Republican, 
very religious, read a lot about it, read the competitors, just was enamored with the stuff. And the more I read, the more I came to understand that none of this is adding up. And I, Jim, there's a reason I'm once divorced and remarried. There's one thing I can't tolerate. It's dishonesty. And when I feel like a book, a person, anything is being deceitful with me, I'm not in. I remember as an altar boy at, at, at my Catholic church, and I was treated very well. Don't don't get it wrong here. I was very good friends with my priest. He was a super cool dude, and we talked a lot. And we, I, I used to do the the um, Stations of the Cross with him, like Wednesday mornings. Every Wednesday, like I went into school early, and we did this with a few old ladies in the chapel. The more I read about that stuff, Jim, the more I was like, this can't be like legit. Like this isn't like to be taken at face value. This guy insisted. And I'm thinking like the walls of Jericho is one of the stupidest stories I've ever heard. I'm not buying Davy and Goliath. Come on. The rock hit him right in the temple. Ah, uh, oh, well. brother. I just explained to you the book is flawed. No, I get it. I, right. and I appreciate you saying that because most people believe it's the inherent word of God. And to those people, I get angry, Jim, because that's nonsense. None of us has ever seen or observed magic of any kind. The laws of nature will never be suspended, particularly in your favor. Can I ask you a question, Joe? Yes. Do you believe that a woman can be a man and a man can be a woman? Jim, I think we have to define what is a woman. A woman is a person that has a woman can give birth to another child. And yeah. not only you can, can transform you, your, your physical provide, body. Provide substance for that child that you gave birth to from your own body. No, Jim, I don't believe that, that's to, that any of that is true. No. So that is not a woman. What is your definition of a woman, Joe? I think you can become a woman physically by, you know, the upper and lower surgeries. You can't change your chromosomes or your hormone. Well, you guys, you could inject uh, hormones, but you can't change what your, you can't change what your DNA is. Okay. So you're agreeing with me. Yeah, you can't change your rate. You can't change your age. You can't change your uh, uh, sex, your gender, whatever you want to. Again, alter. physically, physically, you could alter your appearance. Appearance. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Listen, biologically, no, I, I get the argument, and I, I mean, the chromosomes are the same. That none of that changes. Right. So you're not a woman. Right. You're presenting as a woman. Right. And I I, I I have no problem with that. Okay. I respect that 100%. I believe you do as well. Yeah, but, of course. My point with this is this. Oh, I, I, I think underneath, I know your point is too. And, and I hate to say Bible, it, you got me. Underneath that Bible. Yeah. There is an underlying. So what I'm looking for here. There is an underlying Couldn't purpose. Imagine. Okay. And that purpose is what I believe in, Joe. The book, again, the translations for 
two, three, four, five, whatever thousand years, right? Two thousand years. Do you agree Jesus Christ, if he were living today, would be a socialist liberal, sandal wearing hippie? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so Probably. Do you see where I have a little bit of a beef with what I thought this religion was and what it represented? And and again, no, Jim, there's I, I get away from the idea that there probably no, isn't a God. Therefore, Jesus, as great as Jesus's message is. And again, dude, I know that stuff like the back of my hand. Believe me. Jesus's message is great. Here's what I noticed when I would go to church. All they read is from the first letter of Paul to the Romans or the Corinthians it's all the evangelical nonsense. It's rare that that they ever at church just read you a story about stuff Jesus said and stuff that Jesus did because it doesn't really jive out what, what they got cooking these days in the church. And, and again, that for me, Jim, I went to church until I was like in my mid-20s. And then I sort of saw the whole, there was the whole altar boy thing going on at the time too. But I saw more. I thought about about what the mass was. And it's like, dude, they're not here celebrating the beautiful messaging of this guy, Jesus, whether he was real or not, whether he was real but not God's son, or whether he was all of those things. The message doesn't really get out there. And I'm I'm only I can only speak to the Catholic Church because that's what I grew up in. It seemed like the focus was on the evangelical ended time stuff and really? i get that left me unsettled i'm sorry i am really really sorry you had that experience i grew up with father dan lanza i was a altar boy as well treated extremely well yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta isn't it sad that you, you gotta, gotta you do. Is, jim every time i've ever mentioned to a person i was an altar boy i go oh no no but nothing nothing yeah, happened. you gotta qualify that yeah. So it's it's pathetic. And right? I like to think most of us made it out unscathed. <laughs> like, I feel like that the should be the majority of opinion is we made it out alive. So you know how Father Dan ran his masses? He started at the beginning and read us every Sunday he would read a different going down. And he read every single one. He didn't cherry pick, and thus it was Easter and Christmas. Then he cherry picked. Right. Yeah, Other yeah. than that, right. Other than that, he didn't have an agenda, and I, so he just read. This is this is today's story. What's tomorrow? And he just flipped the page, you know, and he yeah. just went in order. Uh, on, you know, honestly, other than the Christmas story and the one about when Jesus wanted the kids to come to him, nothing else that we ever got in mass was. Then Jesus said this and told people to do that. It's always it was always the letters from Paul, the letters from Peter. It was all that stuff. Uh, the book of John, uh, you know, the, the it was, and I'm using air quotes for it. It was an account of what Jesus did. Right. It wasn't what Jesus said to do. Right. It was an account of what Jesus said to do and did. I get well, that. I, I, think understand I, I think it would be, it would behoove the church to focus more on all the things Jesus says and does in the Bible. Cause it, honestly, Jim, the Old Testament is an awful book. Oh my God, it's dark. The New Testament's a great book. Jesus says a lot of cool stuff. Some of it's kind of weird, but he says a lot of good stuff. The 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 
the mentality is all right. The the vibe is great. I I I do. I mean, I've always I was always a big fan of Jesus. I'm more inclined to think that Jesus was just a regular dude. JC owes me twenty bucks. Uh, a powerful preacher uh, who who during the Roman occupation uh, was so influential. He, he Jesus might even be a real person, but the things of several people all attributed to the same guy. Uh, and it's why it makes him seem like such a superhero. I don't have a problem with that stuff. Again, when people we can't it can't be uh, when we're doing the law stuff. That's my only, that's where I'm like, ah, you got to keep your stuff out now. That's where I have a beef with it. And that's it. I mean, again, and if people don't take stuff from me or want to murder me because this guy in the sky is going to be pissed, then let's keep that thing going. <laughs> exactly. He's great. Hey, I, don't, I don't mind it either. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know what, Joe? And here's something I'm going to give you a little more ammo for you, buddy. Do you know in the New Testament, one of the last passages, it says, go out, spread the word of God, and uh, and then it says, nothing in this book can be changed. Really? I don't like that. <laughs> nothing? Why? Why? Because what if we find out that he did something even more miraculous? We can't change it? Yeah, it could be. Right? Well, like Here's the whole thing. So they that thing in itself told me. The book was book was flawed. They do a really well. It's funny. I've talked to religious people who are of different denominations who are like, it's all allegorical. You're supposed to be learning the lessons, and I'm like, all right, right. You that when you say that, it reads much better. That 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 and that's that's one of the things, Jim. Too for me, uh, Father Workus. I was like, this seems symbolic he's like nope all literal and i was like I'm, I'm, I'm giving you an opening bro take it that was my whole problem again uh there are some they constantly move the goalpost when it comes to religion and religious claims and i i guess my thing is jim they don't need to that's the beauty of religion. You can't. No. Not a scientific. Not, you can't point yeah. it. You can't stick it down because it's, it's not a science. It's what's religion. the sixth commandment? I. You know what? I know. Nobody knows after I five. I get them. it. I used to know them. Actually. Yeah. I think the sixth it's, commandment. Don't tell me. <laughs> it's not the ass one, is it? I thought it was the ass one. I might be wrong, actually. I think the sixth. I thought it was the one about lying. No, I think it's the ass. That's we're gonna have to look this up. I'm already, I'm already doing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it, the sixth amendment is thou shalt not murder. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the ninth commandment, which is, uh, well, the tenth, the tenth. It's the tenth is thou shalt not steal. Thou yeah. shalt not steal. That's a good one, Jim. That's actually not what it says. That's just what people well, have it down to today. Uh, you go ahead. If you, hold on. If you actually read Leviticus, there's 19 commandments, and like right, six right. of them are, are about livestock. Uh, it's it's pretty clear that whoever wrote this was a sheep herder who was trying to keep people from banging his slutty wife. That's a hundred percent what was going on there. His wife had a reputation 
and he came up with a bunny. He's like, thou shalt not sleep with my wife and don't even think about it and don't think about taking my stuff and be nice to your mom and dad and don't kill people because they're very random. The order of the commandments is very random. Thou shall not steal is eight, by the way. Ten, yeah. thou shall not covet. Thou shall not commit adultery. Thou shall not kill. Is not a fan of. I'm not a fan of coveting being an, an outlawed like that. Why is that wrong? Well, I mean, I think that actually tied along in with the seven deadly sins of, of uh, uh, gluttony. But uh, yeah, but can I want a little? Bit? Can I want a little? Is that all right if I covet just enough? Well, again. If you go along with the seven deadly sins, glutton is overindulgence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to overindulge. I'm saying, what if I just slightly indulge? How am I doing? No, you're am good. I, going you're to good. I see. See, this is the this is the beauty of religion. This is the interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Coveting. Yeah, they, wrote it, they wrote it really vague. Right? Coveting is overindulging, like oh, like yeah. gluttonous. If you just indulge, apparently it's not a sin. So I can look your wife over. I just can't Google. Dude, just because you're on the on a diet don't mean you can't look at a menu. Oh. Look all you want. That's a compliment on me. Look at yeah, my wife is hot enough. I scored a wife hot enough where my friends want to check her out. Covet. Just covet. Excuse me. That's right. Just covet, Jimmy. None of the none of the glut. None of the gluttony. None of the glut. Just covet. That's it. That one, that's the line, Joe. All right. No. Hey, Joe, great episode, man. I think it was a really good discussion. I really enjoyed you bringing back the old Ronald Reagan uh, quotes because I think that people need to hear them again. I truly do. I want to leave with this. Let me just say, you know, it's funny. I wasn't intending to do that. And I stumbled across one of those clips and I had already started putting a whole different bit together. And I saw that Reagan clip and I got super inspired to go that route because I've been talking about it for so long. Yep. And I, I, I was I was glad to sort of be able to put his words out there to defend my my opinions as actually being that of a conservative. Hey, I, and I appreciate it. I really do, Joe. I just want to leave with this. All right. Um, you mentioned the DACA and the uh, uh, immigration policies of Ronald Reagan. Now, during Ronald Reagan's time as president, even even then some not, from the years of 1980 and 1990, 5.7 immigrants came to this country. That's what came to the country during Joe Biden's first two terms, first two years. You can't compare apples and oranges. Did he like immigration? Of course he did. Did he believe in immigration? Of course Ronald Reagan did. Did he want people to come to this country? Of course he did. He believed it was the greatest country in the world. He was and right. we were. And we were. So why wouldn't we want more people to come here and help boost this economy, to help boost this country, to help make this country even greater? Right. However, Joe, even Ronald Reagan understood the numbers of what we could support. And that's why he maxed out the immigration numbers during his tenure. He did max them out, but he still put a cap on them because he understood that goods and services are a commodity and they will run out. And if you flood the market with too many people and outnumber those goods and services, what do you think happens? 
That's why they're immigration numbers. And when I say goods and services, I don't mean toilet paper, McDonald's and Wendy's or even Chick-fil-A. I'm talking about medication, hospital beds, dentistry, all these other things that everybody needs to survive. There are immigration numbers on the books for reasons. Do you and I believe they should max them out? 100%. Now, here's another thing that we haven't even talked about, Joe. Refugees. Donald Trump cut refugees to the lowest point in the history of the United States since world before since before World War One. He did. He, he stopped the refugee program here in the United States of America. He pretty much ground it to a halt. Yeah, he hates immigrants. Who's going to build his towers and rake his golf courses and mow the lawns there? You know, he doesn't hate them. Okay. (laughs) But the point is, right? Uh, There there are numbers out there for reasons, right? The immigration laws should be adhered to. They're, They're there for reasons. Ronald Reagan knew it. Ronald Reagan actually adhered to them. The numbers. Ronald Reagan also pointed out in that clip right off the top that the border's been a disaster for a long, long, long time. And that's why that was going to be my closer. So thanks for stealing my thunder. So everybody, that was my closer for today. (laughs) Ford, thank you very much for watching Divided We Stand. Thank you to our sponsors, Joe Aguirre. Thank you very much for hanging out with me another hour. For Joe Aguirre, I am Jimmy J saying good night and God bless. Do you want to start your own podcast or live stream show? At Clovercrest Media Group, we can help you create a show to run on CT Politics TV. From a concept to development and production, let the pros at CMG assist you in getting your voice heard. At CMG, we'll also help you build your audience on social media as well as train on how to become a broadcast professional. To learn more or to set up a free consultation, Visit us at clovercrestmedia.com.